Welcome back to the Raise the Apple podcast. We got a little bit of Mets news to talk about today. Most of it is good except for one little tiny bit that I'm sure all of you have seen by now. And then we have some MLB news to wrap up this episode today. Uh, it's been a while, a little bit, because uh, mostly because the offseason is hard. You know, if stuff's not happening as quickly, it makes it a lot harder to produce content. You know, if you look at the NBA, and the NBA free agency is running like a rabbit, and then you look at the MLB free agency, and it's like a turtle. But we have a little bit to get about today, and we're going to dive right into it uh, in Metland. First of all, this is just one little bit that's worth noting. Bartolo Colon, yes, that Bartolo Colon, big sexy, says he wants one more year in Major League Baseball before he calls it quits, and he says he wants his last year to be with the Mets. Now, will this happen? I I don't know. I would love for that. I like that option, but I don't think it will happen. I could see the Mets bringing him in maybe as in a long reliever bullpen role, but I don't really see him being a top five starter for the Mets in 2021. But I definitely think he deserves a chance. You know, was Bartolo Colon a Cy Young winner with the Mets? No. But he was arguably one of the most reliable starters that Terry Collins had. You know, he was very, I don't think he was, if he was, I can't say 100% certainty, but he was very rarely, if at all, on the injured list. He was eating, he was an innings eater. You know, he's kind of like R.A. Dickey and R.A. Dickey's time with the Blue Jays. He would give you a high three, low four ERA, but he's get, he's eating he, yeah he's eating innings up for you. You know, and that's good for the Mets considering you don't really know what you're going to get out of that bullpen. That's really a great thing to have at your disposal. I personally would love to see Bartolo back. I know Mets fans would like to see Bartolo back. I doubt it will happen, but... You know, you never know. And if he he's very open to it. He's been very open about how much he loved playing with New York with the Mets. So hopefully something can work out. Again, though, most likely if Cologne comes back to the Mets, it's going to be in a reliever role. I do not see him being top five starter in that rotation. Right now I see that rotation looking like DeGrom, Stroman. I see Syndergaard coming back earlier than we think. Uh, David Peterson in there. In that fifth starter spot, it could be Lugo. They could give one last chance to Steven Matz before they give up on him as being a starter. They, you know, they got a lot of options. They got guys in the minor leagues they can go with. They can go out and pick up a guy like Trevor Bauer. You know, uh, they were in on someone like Charlie Morton, but we'll talk about later on that that he's no longer available. Uh, the Rays allegedly are open to trading Blake Snell if they get the right offer. The Mets could be in on that. Another lefty in that rotation would be nice. But it's it's hard to see the Mets really making multiple big-time pitcher acquisitions. I see the Mets making one move for a pitcher and one big move for a position player. And then the rest of the moves they make will be a bunch of, a bunch of little tweak moves. You know, like J.D. Davis player type moves. Nothing huge. I see them making two big splashes. And then that's really that's really it. The next bit of news uh, is the bit of good news with the Mets. Uh, Steve Cohen had a press conference on SNY the other day, and it went very well. I was unable to watch it because I had family stuff going on, so I could not watch it. But after watching it, it's again, I've said it before, it's hard not to like him. 
it's really hard not to like this guy. What he can bring to this team in terms of financial flexibility, now that in being in New York, they can actually play like a big market team, as they should in New York. He, uh, The Mets are also planning on pursuing very heavily two of the big four. So the big four in this offseason is considered to be ba uh, Trevor Bauer, George Springer, JT Riomuto, and uh, Lindor. I believe Lindor is the fourth. Their Mets are expected to pursue at least two of those big four. If I'm the Mets, Trevor Bauer is number one on my priority list. I don't see the way that Trevor Bauer and his YouTube channel have spoke of Steve Cohen and Sandy Alderson, uh, the way the Mets feel about Bauer. It seems like a perfect fit. I don't see how Bauer goes anywhere else. If I'm being, if if I like turn on my unbiased baseball fan brain. I don't see Bauer really going anywhere else. It just seems the way the interaction between the two has gone this offseason, it just seems inevitable and the perfect fit that Bauer will be pitching in Queens in 2021. Now, Bauer, I know, is big on that one, de one year deal stuff. I don't see that happening. I see Bauer, especially coming off of Cy Young, I see Bauer getting a two or three year deal out of this I don't see him settling for one year I see him he won't go maybe five or six but I'd see him going a two or three year deal definitely but um if I'm the Mets Bauer's number one on my priority list I'm not really sold on Real Muto mostly because of the cost of Real Muto along with the cost of Bauer the Mets could do it but i I don't know how I feel about Real Muto you know there's other options you know you could bring back Ramos which is my personal what I want to happen, but that probably won't happen. Uh, you got James McCann out there. You know, there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of options. They could stick with Nito. They could say they want Nito to be the starting catcher, but catcher is a position that needs to be addressed by the Mets. I personally think they should bring back Ramos. That won't happen. But I JT Romuto would be awesome, but I don't know if the Mets are going to be willing to pull the trigger on his asking price. Uh, George Springer would also be a great fit. Same thing with Lindor I talked about last time. I'm kind of iffy on his fit. And not because he couldn't play in New York or the Mets wouldn't find a spot for him. I'm just wondering what would the Mets give up in a trade for him? And if they didn't give up who we're expecting them to give up, where would Lindor go? Or where would they put certain guys? You know, it's a lot, a lot up in the air. But that's a good thing. You know, if you look on social media, this is probably the most exciting time in a, since 2015 being a Mets fan. You know, this is, Mets fans are flying high right now, and rightfully so. If you got to be really excited going into 2021 with what these, with what's going on over here. And also, side note, Steve Cohen is now, is the current owner of the Bill Buckner ball, which is just, if that doesn't get you fired up I don't know what does uh, for those of you who don't know 1986 World Series uh, Mookie Wilson hits the ground ball to first base under the legs of Bill Buckner one of the most infamous errors in sports history Mets would win that game and eventually win uh, next game and win their second World Series ever and the last time they won the World Series uh, previous owner I believe was Charlie Sheen and now Steve Cohen has it. How he got it or how people got it before him, I don't know. But that's just, that's awesome. That's one of those things you can't, 
you can't not love that. And also, in his conference, uh, Sandy also addressed this. Luis Rojas will be staying on as manager in 2021. Uh, I kind of make this quick because I didn't really see why they would get rid of Rojas. No, I thought Rojas did great. You know, record may not have showed it, but it's one of those things. It's the thing in sports that I hate is when managers are blamed because players underperform. Because players underperform, I personally don't think it's fair to fire the manager or the GM because of that. But that's just the way, you know, I could go into a whole different rant on that. But that's just the way sports are now, and it's really always going to be like that. But Rojas stays. Mets are going after two of the big four. Uh, Uncle Stevie's got the Buckner ball, which is awesome. Big Sexy wants to stay in New York. The last little bit of news in Metland is news that ticks me off beyond belief. Robinson Cano has been suspended the entire 2021 season for a second positive PED test. This... I don't even care about his Hall of Fame chances. You know, in my opinion, he shouldn't even be in the Hall of Fame with a first test. But again, that's another argument for down the road. But this is, you're got to be frustrated. You have to be. This does make a lot more sense for Lindor now, now that Cano is out of the picture. You know, maybe trade Jimenez and some minor league depth for Lindor and put Lindor at second and Rosario at short or vice versa and then just get rid of Cano after 2021 but a second a first PED test okay you got caught whatever a second PED test come on especially someone like Cano who's been around as long as he has come on that's it ticks me off but I'm thoroughly against cheating. I hate steroids. I hate that. I just don't understand, but it's ridiculous. So the way the MLB suspension rules work, I believe, this is what I think it how it works. Your first time, it's 80 game suspension and playoffs. Second time is a full season and your salary for that year. So the Mets do have an extra... I want to say it's like $24 million to play with. I could be wrong on that. Uh, they have his contract money from this year to play with. And then the third suspension, which we all remember Henry Mejia received that before he was reinstated, is a lifetime ban. Now, it just shows MLB is not willing to stick to that because Henry Mejia got busted three times, was banned for life, and now he's been reinstated, and he's, last I knew he was with the Red Sox organization. So, it's, I don't, I want to go off, but I'm not going to. I'm going to save myself the rant, but this is very disappointing. No, Cano, you put, that trade for Cano and Diaz just makes Brody look worse and worse as time goes on. I was okay giving up Kalenic for the sole fact that the Mets were getting a 60-plus save caliber guy in Edwin Diaz, who was one of the filthiest pitchers in baseball, and they were going to milk out the last bit Cano had in them. But then they, and I thought in that trade, I was like, they gave up some talent, but the big piece in that was Jared Kalenic. 
And now with Diaz, had a shaky first year, had a nice bounce back this past year, and then Cano was, eh. Now he's suspended. This trade just blew up in Brody's face. And it is just, oh, it's... I'm, I can't even continue. I, uh, it's just so annoying. I hate it, but whatever. We'll talk about Hall of Fame stuff another time. And Cano's chances in the Hall of Fame, I think, are done after second PED test. Considering that Barry Bonds and Roger Clemens are entering their final year on the ballot and their PED PED situation, and they're not may not even get in. The fact that Cano could have two, and even the thought of him getting in, just drives me nuts. The thing is, for me, I'll say it briefly: if one gets in, they all get in. If Cano gets in the Hall of Fame, then Barry Bonds and Roger Clemens should be in the Hall of Fame. Or vice versa. If Barry Bonds gets in the Hall of Fame, then Cano, based on his career, you can make the argument he's a Hall of Famer. But if any of those guys get in, and I will take this to the grave with me, if any of those PED guys get in, Pete Rose needs to be reinstated. If Barry Bonds, Robinson Cano, any of those guys get into Cooperstown, Pete Rose better be on that stage with them. And that's all I'll say on that. That's going to wrap up Metsland. Uh, MLB news. Kind of big news out of Chicago is Theo Epstein stepping down from the general manager role with the Cubs. Jed Hoyer, who is his assistant GM, will take over. Uh, it's kind of shocking that Hoyer's staying too, considering Epstein and Jed Hoyer have been kind of a package deal. They reworked Hoyer's contract to fit a GM contract. But Theo Epstein stepped down. He wants. He said he would like to be out of baseball for a year to pursue other options. There was a lot of rumors that, you know, the Mets, uh, who were looking for a GM, he would go to the Mets. But then he says he wants to be out of baseball for a year. I don't see how you can put him really in any other place but New York. Right now, at least. But he wants that year out of baseball, and the Mets aren't going to hire a guy for a year and then get rid of him after the year just to hire Theo Epstein long-term. They're going to want to hire a guy right now long-term. And I don't know if uh, Steve Cohen can convince and Sandy can convince Theo Epstein to come to the Mets, but you never know. I mean, Epstein's got a great track record. You know, he ended the Cubs drought in 26, helped end the Cubs drought in 2016. He was in Boston when their drought ended back in 04. It's... It's a possibility Theo Epstein could come to the Mets, but I'm not putting any stock in that solely for the fact that he he seems he's very adamant on I want out of baseball for one year to do my own thing and kind of take a step back. I don't see him being done in baseball for his life for forever. I mean, you never know, but I don't see that being uh, what happens. But the, uh, that's inter- big news out of Chicago. Kind of surprising. It kind of really came out of, no- at least to me, it came out of nowhere. But uh, hopefully Epstein is back in baseball next year. He's one of the best GMs in the sport. If you ask me, he's one of the best GMs in baseball. So hopefully he's not out uh, long term. Uh, last little bit of stuff I want to talk about today is mostly, mostly free agent and trade stuff. Not much going on in the free agent market yet. Uh, like Unlike the NBA, baseball free agency tends to go a little slower, but when the moves happen, everybody knows they're happening. Uh, the first one was yesterday, I believe. Yesterday or two days ago, or two days ago, excuse me, 
was the Reds. The Reds traded with the Reds made a trade with the Rockies. Reds got starter Jeff Hoffman and minor league pitcher Case Williams, who's a top 30 prospect. In exchange, the Reds sent reliever Robert Stevenson and minor league outfielder Jamison Hanna to the Rockies for Hoffman and Williams. Uh, if you're the Reds, it's a good move solely for the fact that you get another starting pitcher. If you're the Reds, you need to add to your starting pitching because you need to 100% fully expect that you're going into opening day with no Trevor Bauer. And with apparently Sonny Gray, allegedly also they're listening to offers on him. So you have to go into 100 opening day with 100%. We are not having Trevor Bauer. And they need to add to that. Hoffman's been kind of in eh, with the Rockies. He's had bursts where he was great, and he's had all, all other times where he was not good at all. Maybe I think he may be one of those guys that just needs a change of scenery. You know, like Sonny Gray going from the Yankees to the Reds just needed that change of scenery to get back into it. And I think Hoffman's going to fit in nicely with Cincinnati. I think that's a great fit there for him. Didn't cost them a lot. Cost them uh, a reliever and an outfielder from the minor leagues. But if, again, if I'm the Reds, I need to add pitching because I'm fully anticipating I have no Trevor Bauer in 2021. And then the last little bit is in Atlanta. The Braves have signed Drew Smiley and the big name Charlie Morton. The Braves have signed on free agent deals. Charlie Morton back where it all started in Atlanta. Drew Smiley looking to bounce back uh, due to struggle injuries and other struggle, uh, just not pitching great. But this is a huge move for Atlanta. If if I'm the Mets, my biggest fear is Atlanta. I'm. They can go toe-to-toe with the Phillies and Nats, but I'm worried about Atlanta. You add Morton and Smiley to that, now their rotation looks, you got, you're going to have Soroka back, then you're going to have Charlie Morton, Max Freed, Ian Anderson, and now Drew Smiley. Ian Anderson and Max Freed proved themselves this year, add Drew Smiley as that number five starter. The Braves have a really solid rotation. Charlie Morton was, the Mets were looking at him, but... Didn't quite pull the trigger. Uh, but Charlie Morton won't be around in baseball much longer, and that's just because he said that he's nearing the end of him wanting to play, maybe a, one or two more years out of him. But the Braves rotation, looking if you're a Braves fan, you got to be excited with that rotation, you know. And then you got Freeman coming off an MVP. You got Acuna, Albies, uh, Dansby. Darno has been. <sighs> Mets are regretting that decision right now. Either, uh, maybe they keep Ozuna, but the Mets, or excuse me, the Braves. You got to be excited if you're a Braves fan that they were one game away from the World Series last year. Uh, they're certainly putting the pieces together. If I'm the Braves, the last little bit I need to work on. I think they really look like they're all set. But I personally think the Braves are one bullpen arm away. I think they need one more guy in that bullpen that Brian Snicker can just go, you're my guy, before the Braves are World Series probably favorites. I think they're one one reliever away. They have a great they have great arms in that bullpen. 
but I just think they're one more guy away, just one more bullpen arm away before they can get into that World Series favorites and probably and get past that last game against the Dodgers. Uh, that's going to wrap it up for this episode of the Raise the Apple Podcast. A lot to talk about today with from Cano and Big Sexy down to Theo Epstein and the Cubs and then Charlie Morton with Atlanta. Hope you enjoyed this episode. Make sure you're following us on Twitter at RTA underscore pod. Make sure you like, comment, share, subscribe to us for more content. Leave questions down below. We'll answer all of them and give you the best possible content we can. Next episode, uh, hopefully there's more going on in the free agent world that we can talk about. Otherwise, we'll find some uh, baseball, other MLB news that we can discuss. But make sure you're subscribing to us, following us on social media. Any questions, leave them down below. Thank you for tuning in for this episode of the Raise the Apple podcast. We hope you enjoyed and hope to see you next time. Let's go Mets.